The Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub, featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and in today's broadcast, we will be continuing a sermon on 1 Corinthians chapter 14, where the Apostle Paul addresses the church concerning the gifts and ministries of prophecy and tongues in the assembly. This sermon is part of the New Testament study in my husband's series on heavenly authority. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg. He says in verse 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. Now, there's a lot in there, right there, that tells us the importance of the gift of tongues. Paul is not saying that the gift of tongues is not important. He's speaking about when you're gathered together in the assembly. And he says, for he who speaks in a tongue, which means that believers can speak in tongues. He doesn't say, if you're speaking in a tongue, you're delusional. If you're speaking in a tongue, you're demonic. He's not saying that, right? So modern Christian ministers who say, well, people that speak in tongues are delusional or it's from the devil are mistaken. What does Paul say? For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God right? This is from the Lord. It's a communication. You're communicating with God. The communication is rising up to the Father. We're speaking when we speak in tongues from the Spirit, our spirits, as the Holy Spirit guides us. And we're able to speak what? For no one understands him. However, in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. It's not understood to the people around. It's not understood to the church. It's not understood to the unbeliever, except if the unbeliever, what? Knows that language, right? And then it becomes a sign, right? And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost, but I'm getting ahead of myself. But if you have everyone of the same language, like we are in this room, right? If you speak in a tongue, nobody understands, unless that person knows the language or unless it's interpreted. And then he goes on to explain why a tongue interpreted is as good as a prophecy. Right? But he tells us the purpose of tongues in this discussion. The individual, the believer, is speaking not to men, but is communicating, speaking to God. In the spirit, he speaks mysteries, able to speak mysteries. Mysteries, thanksgivings, worship, Praise, magnifying God, prayer, petition, pronouncing God's word, pronouncing God's blessings, maybe prophecy of what will come about. It's not known. In his spirit, the mysteries of God are being proclaimed as the Holy Spirit moves him or her along, and the communication in tongues is from the believer to the Father. Others mysteries in his spirit not in the language of the assembly, so naturally speaking, no one understands him. Not communicating with man, communicating with God. And clearly in that, there is a value to this gift of tongues. You can see why the Holy Spirit gives the gift of tongues. 
if you look back in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8 and verse 23, he says, he speaks about the groaning of creation, for the corruption to pass away, the fallen condition to go, and a groaning for the complete redemption, for the glory of the kingdom to be revealed. And he says in verse 23, not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. The Holy Spirit inside of us groans, longing for the coming of Jesus Christ for the redemption of our bodies. And then he goes on and down in verse 26, likewise the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, also helps us in our weakness. One of the ways we're helped when we're weak by the Spirit of God. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Has anyone ever had that situation? Where you have a condition and you just don't know how to pray for it. You can know the Bible backwards and forward and you still don't know how to pray for this particular situation. It goes beyond our understanding. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Spirit himself makes intercession. So even as Jesus Christ is interceding for the believer in heaven at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Spirit is interceding within the believer on earth. And there's the groanings, the deep groanings in our heart, groaning sighs in accordance with God's will. Because he says what? He says, verse 27, Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Right? The one God, Father, Son, and Spirit. As we pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is making intercession according to the will of God. It's the right prayer, even if we don't understand it. Groans, groans come out. You know, sometimes Baptists will say, well, they cannot be uttered. Well, when you groan, you groan audibly. So these, now sometimes it's silent. There are some times when you could just feel the Holy Spirit inside of you and you can quietly pray to yourself. You don't have to pray out loud. Many times the situation, you could be conversing with someone. You might be speaking to an unbeliever. And you don't know what to say to the person. All of a sudden you feel the Holy Spirit inside of you praying for the individual. And you can pray inside your spirit as you have a regular conversation face-to-face -face with the person. So it does not have to come out audibly. But groans can come out audibly. Groans that cannot be uttered. Uh, the Greek word there means it's the negative of, of to talk or to utter words. So it's not the words we normally utter. Uh, they're unspeakable, or as the NIV will say, words cannot express. It's not of this language. It goes beyond human language. Mere human words are not sufficient. And so often God will take those groanings and give them a heavenly language, right? because our human language is not sufficient as so many situations are beyond our natural understanding, and we need the Holy Spirit to anoint us with spiritual understanding, so many times 
The prayer is beyond human words, and you need this groaning of the Holy Spirit within to intercede according to the will of God. And when a supernatural language is given to it, and it could be a heavenly language, it could be one of this world that we don't know, uh, but our minds don't get in the way because we don't know it. When you have a supernatural language given to this utterance, then you have the gift of tongues. Okay, those groanings start to manifest, uttering mysteries from the Holy Spirit according to the will of God, holy supernatural intercession, and that's powerful. There's a tremendous power to the gift of tongues. And like a baby learns a language, you can learn a tongue. The groaning is there. A child, when it's an infant, has the knowledge of concepts, right? But the parents have to teach it words to go with the concept, and then it learns the language. And if the parents have one language, the child will learn that language, but it knows the concepts, has understanding. It understands what love is. When a mother holds that baby, it understands the mother's love. Doesn't know the word love, the parents teach it the word love to go with the concept, right? When it's hungry, it feels hunger, it understands hunger, right? But we teach the word hungry, or whatever language the human beings live in, they teach that word to it to put it with the concept of hunger, etc. The child has a knowledge of it. Well, we have these groanings inside of us by the Holy Spirit. We have these deep things in our hearts that when the Spirit of God takes over and he intercedes according to the will of God, there's power. And then we can learn the words God gives us to go with those groanings, and that's the gift of tongues. And sometimes we only learn a few words. Sometimes we can learn many words. Sometimes we'll see a person praying in tongues, and the same words come out. They've learned those words. But there's still power. You feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit when they speak them, because those words have been given to the groaning of the Holy Spirit. As we grow in the Spirit, we can learn other words to go with those deep, deep groanings. And then you have the gift of tongues. And tongues is a powerful tool in those groanings of the Holy Spirit. When we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, they're powerful tools because intercession is being made not according to our desires, not according to our minds, but according to the will of God. In all this, you see the Spirit made alive through the Holy Spirit in contact with heaven. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Verse 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification, verse 3, and exhortation and comfort to men. The difference, right? The one, the individual is speaking to God. Mysteries to God. Being built up in their spirit. Edifying themselves. They might have been in a dark place, in a dismal place, and as they pray in the spirit, they're lifted up to heavenly realms as the spirit intercedes for them, and they communicate directly with God. But in the assembly, he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. And it's known because it's in the language that the people use, right? Exhortation. Paraklesis. 
exhortation, uh, to urge, to encourage. It could be encouragement, consolation, to urge, to move along. You have edification, to build up, to strengthen. And many times to be strengthened, to be built up, we need information, right? We need enlightenment to know what God wants us to know. And then comfort. And the word comfort, paramothea, implies more tenderness than the word exhortation, a deep tenderness. So you have true, the love of God, true love of God comforting the people. So the prophet brings forth edification, brings forth exhortation, and brings forth comfort to the people, which they need. In verse 4, he who speaks in a tongue edifies, builds up himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. You can rehear this message, as well as hundreds of other radio Bible teachings, on our website at shiarjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. And we just started a new outreach. With the churches closed because of the coronavirus, Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David Scalzo have been live-streaming their Sunday messages at 10.30 a.m. on the new Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. You can search for the channel on YouTube, or you can use the link we have placed on the shiarjashub.org homepage. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub. <laughs>